0: This episode of the Carol Chronicles is brought to you by the No Apologies podcast. Hosted by Daryl Taylor, No Apologies brings singular and roundtable discussions of pop culture to levels of hilarity few podcasts have been able to attain. You can download episodes at Comic Book Roadshow and NoApologies.wordpress.com or subscribe to the No Apologies podcast via iTunes. The PKD Black Box presents the Carol Chronicles. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tific Chronicles. This is your host, John Carroll. Uh, it's been a little bit. Uh, it has been a lot going down in pro sports and wrestling in particular. I just wanted to hold off and get an idea of what would happen because well, I do usually report on Sunday and they don't go until Thursday and the NFL changing rapidly. You never know. Now finally the lockout in the NFL is over. And we've got well, we'll have football at roughly the exact same time. We would have had it regardless. The only difference being they canceled the Hall of Fame game, which I watched the way, so it didn't really matter to me. But it did to the people of Canton, Ohio. Let's see, uh biggest thing I've seen come out of this is ten years. The base level for it uh, goes up 10%. So basically at the end of this 10 years, it will be the base level salary for a rookie will be twice what it is now, which according to Ross Tucker, is a little bit of an increase. I mean, it's gone up 80% in the 10 years since he was a rookie. So how much of a difference there. Uh, rookie, the most, I think they said the max, the cam that you can make is four years, 22 mil which is interesting because, I mean, like you've had all these deals that have been like, uh, you know, uh, was it last year, Sam Bradford, was it, he got a 50 million guarantee out of signing bonus and salary, whereas maybe you will get 13, and how much you can do to do better, unless you're gonna start taking from the other graphics, uh, and you know, that's gonna happen. So, rookie salaries are going down, um, more money to benefits, more money to a lot of areas, NFL is going to look good in the next 10 years. You know, there will be a lockout in 10 years. I guarantee that, though. NBA status quo, they're in a lockout. They'll probably end up missing the year unless Kobe and a few more guys go overseas and play. If they do that, they'll basically try and make deals as quick as possible. Virtually nobody expects the season to start on time. Nobody that I've heard expects this. Most people are predicting in the season, at best a 50 game season, maybe a 70 game. NBA is out. Don't expect the NBA to come back on time this year. Baseball is baseball. Um, trade deadlines coming up. I'll probably, uh, my next one next month, I will have. Um, my NFL preview, possibly, actually more than likely I'll have some, uh, definitely I'll have some, uh, what do you call it, uh, trade deadline analysis, because by that point it will have been a couple of weeks since the trade deadline. Anything else going on with that one? Nah. That's it for the major sports. Let's go over to wrestling. Some big events that occurred. We had a great, great Money in the Rank pay-per-view, and despite what's coming up in a few minutes with Dean and I, I mean, we both agreed. I love the Raw. I like the direction with uh, Triple H. Uh, now, admittedly, last night was recorded before the Raw on Monday, July 25th, which was a good one. I mean, they brought back uh, good old Jr. and the very end, which. It was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, I mean, they did have Mysterio go over Miz in the opening match to take the title. And then, stupidly, in my opinion, they had uh, Cena take the belt back from Mysterio. But they also brought back Punk. In the uh, last scene. That scene is Punk talking. Well, he did talk. He just came out with the belt on and everything and Good jabbering at Cena. Oh, well. We'll know more probably by this time next week. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with SmackDown. Triple H is going to be on SmackDown. To, uh, Taking tonight and tomorrow or tomorrow. I can't remember which one they are. Which go up on Friday. We'll know more then. Hopefully, they'll change SmackDown. Well, that's it for now. Uh, we're going to be followed up with an interview with myself and Dean, just speculating and talking. That's it. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> Start good. Okay. So, now, did you watch the uh, – oh, um, we're back on with Dean. Uh, last week's recording Hello. that I did got uh, – well, the audio got a little bit screwy in Audacity, so actually I'm recording this – so this time I will actually remember to save the file before I edit it correctly. Edit it because I was trying to import and it imported over some stuff over. So yeah, it didn't go through just right. Oh no, I wasn't happy about that. Yeah, so I lost all the uh, uh, Money in the Bank preview. Then again, Money in the Bank was damn good. All I mean, you had one shit match, A.K.A. Big Slow versus Mark Henry, but the other four matches were excellent.
1: Yeah, yeah, very well done. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I was, I came home excited, just ready, to, eager to see what was going to go on in Raw, and then I saw Raw, and my heart sank. <laughs> Why did your heart sink? Because it just pulled everything back to more McMahon family drama.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was saying to my wife, it's like, yeah, he's going to be gone, I was like, Vince will probably be back at some point, but then I've read stuff this past week saying basically, no, Vince wants to pull out and get in the back because he has health concerns. And actually I figured out, I finally found out what it was. You know what he's got? He,
1: hmm,
0: diverticulitis. Diverticulitis.
1: Oh, he's, he's got the same thing Brock Lesnar keeps getting.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's a, and he's apparently also got other ones because that's why uh, Johnny Ace took the shot in the head and not uh, Vince. Huh. So it looks like Vince isn't gonna be taking some spots because he's got some uh probably his body breaking down due to do all the steroids he took and everything. Yeah. And also well, no, health concerns. It looks, concerns.
1: Like it, it, it looks to me like it's just it's just gonna be uh repackaged as CM Punk versus Triple H in that Vince versus Stone Cold setup.
0: We'll see. I mean I give we'll find out, I mean I think honestly they need to trade somebody to Smackdown so that you have a third so or they need to move they need to reshuffle stuff because Smackdown I would watch some Smackdown and good lord it's bad. I mean, Sheamus is a great guy but he he doesn't have charisma. Right. Uh Christian's got he is captain charisma but his problem is that he just doesn't have anybody he naturally fits well against, and Randy Orton is – Orton needs so, to be a heel. He needs to
1: be a heel. Yes, he does. Yeah, they went the wrong direction when they when they did this whole Christian screw job. It should have been Randy was arrogant and refused to give Christian another shot, so Christian had to fight his way up to getting that. Yeah.
0: Uh, Okay. What a- no, I just heard your uh, text messaging ringer go off. Oh, yeah, R 2s telling me I have a message. Hey, I've got the Star Trek communicator, so I can't say
1: anything. <laughs> yeah, midget does too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was watch. You could tell it'd been a while since I'd watched wrestling, almost, and because I still was thinking in my head, it's like that's not the kill switch. That's the unprettier. <laughs> Christian's, fin- I that kept going through my like this. Christian finisher—it's the unprettier, not the kill switch. Yeah, that's horrible of me to even do that. But uh, you know, watching all three matches, I wanted to punch Michael Cole in the face repeatedly for calling Daniel Bryan a, a nerd and a geek because he likes sci-fi stuff. And I realized that yeah, that's kind of that. It's the only thing really you can go after Daniel Bryan for, but. Other than the fact he's small, and well, wrestling's going back to more of small. But they actually say Triple H coming in might mean we could get a return to the cruiserweights
1: because
0: hmm. he's been pu- he's been pushing for cruiserweights. And one of the first big things is you know who's now in charge of the Divas division.
1: Who? Triple
0: Dustin H's? Rhodes. Nope, Dustin Rhodes. Oh, okay. yeah. Dustin. Yeah, Gold Dust is now in charge of their training and their. Uh, promotion.
1: Wow. Okay. That's interesting. I
0: think I'll do a good job. Yeah,
1: because I know Fit Finley used to be in charge of it.
0: Yeah. And let's be honest. I mean, the Divas need to get the belt off Kelly Kelly, get it onto somebody, and they need to start getting some wrestling going on.
1: Yeah. Kelly Kelly should stop hiring these. You Not know, hiring these. so many models. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they need to basically say, "Okay, all of y'all are going to be." They, ne- you know what they should do? They should do a two What's different that? division. Uh, do two different divisions of uh, the next tough enough. One for just the women, and one for the men, and have Trish put them through their paces.
1: Would be pretty good.
0: Get Trish, get Dustin, Trish, Stone Cold, Fit, and. Uh, who was the guy that was the big trainer this last year? Bill Demott. Bill Demott, get them in there and say basically, "Okay, girls, you want to be in here? You got to earn it." Now, I think Dustin will make them work because, well, that's Dustin's old school.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that working yeah.
0: well. Yeah, I mean. I'm I hate to say it, I mean, I had always, I miss the Trish Stratus as a great – from what I understand, in the time that I left, Trish became one of the best workers as a female wrestler there was. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, when I left, she was just a pretty face. She didn't – I didn't know she had dedicated herself as hardcore as she had. <laughs> Which makes me feel good. Good, yeah. But uh, – and then going back to Money in the Bank, I mean, the – that was – the Smack, the SmackDown one was better than the Raw
1: one to me. What about you? Um, well, was it the – oh, I'm blanking now. Was, it, was the SmackDown one where they all grabbed ladders immediately and started attacking each other? No, that was the Raw one. Oh, okay. See, I thought the Raw one was a little better paced. I think it was
0: better paced, but I think there were some better spots. At times in the uh, SmackDown one.
1: Yeah, but it just took a while to get there because f- for a, a little while through the match, you, you know, just kind of watching it going, has anything really happened yet? Or is it still waiting to see anything?
0: Yeah, it was five guys were lying on the side while the two other guys were fighting. Yeah. Because they were like, yes, yeah, Nkara, you violated the uh, policy. You're going to be put through. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: but uh, the, the, the Raw one had the best bit because all the guys are on ladders all centered all just kind of, <laughs> of clustered in the middle of the ring, and they're batting the, the briefcase around like a cat toy, because nobody could get their hands on it. <laughs> and they're all beating
0: on each other, yeah. And the one person in that whole, in both matches, the two guys that you were thinking, why the hell are they in here, were Evan Bourne and uh, Daniel Bryan. Bryan, at least, I I didn't realize this thing, is a, he's a shoot fighter, kind of, but right. he was... Given a guy, he was giving a guy a guillotine on while on the ladder. That made a friend of mine. That made an MMA friend of mine kind of just start laughing. He's like, "That's pretty cool." <laughs> He's like, "That's nowhere near close to cinching in a guillotine," but he said that was fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, but I hate to say this. I hope they do bring back a, a uh, <coughs> cruiserweight division because why? There's no other reason for Matt, for Air, Matt Bourne to be in. I mean, he's, he did not, um, I know he beat, what, who was it, uh, Jack Swagger? Yeah. But, come on. Come on. There's no reason Swagger should be losing to Bourne. Other than the fact that, well, Swagger's an idiot, and but Bourne, really? I love that, I did like that shooting star press he pulled, but come on.
1: Yeah, I don't know. He's just popular with the crowd, and I think they just wanted somebody to, to round out the whole thing, but... I don't know. I think I think it's just a, a situation: too many choices and just not enough reliance on people who could have filled it out better. They went with a popular option versus a reasonable option.
0: Well, who wasn't in there that you think they should have put in there?
1: Well, okay, Ziggler. Yeah, he should have. He should have been in there, but he had his own match to contend with.
0: No, Ziggler did. Was he on the uh, dark match card? Dark match? I didn't remember him being on that
1: paper. Being on the pay per view. Oh, well, maybe I'm thinking of Monday night then. Because
0: yeah, you're thinking of Monday because he was the one guy out of the eight that wasn't in the match the night before.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, he should have been in there. I guess I, I could understand if he wasn't because the, he's already got a belt. Or am I wrong on that too? Yeah, he has the U.S. title. Okay, but that, Morrison, yeah. but he's still out with injury.
0: And he's already programmed for a feud with uh, R-Truth when he comes back.
1: Yeah, that'll go abysmal.
0: Yeah, Morrison Morrison needs to – well, Morrison will be a face when he comes back. but Which is terrible.
1: Morrison as a face is terrible. It's like Orton. He's, he's a natural heel. He's a snide little piece of shit who should act that way and just roll with that. Yeah, he's not somebody that I want to see win. He's not somebody I want to cheer for.
0: Yeah. Then again, what about somebody like Miz? I mean, it seems like they're they're moving Miz a little bit towards maybe a tweener role or a face turn.
1: Maybe, but it's a very slow burn.
0: Yeah, because Miz has come off. He got two clean wins on Monday.
1: Yeah. And hes
0: they're doing a good job of selling what looks like a legit knee injury. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would have gotten rid of Alex Riley. That's the other person I would have gotten rid of.
1: I guess, but with so many other guys in it, it kind of hides any uh, imperfections he may have and still keeps him in because he's quickly currently popular.
0: Yeah, but then again, my wife, we were watching the uh, matches on Monday, and my wife was sitting there just for a few minutes, and she was like, did he even come close to hitting Miz <laughs> on a couple of those? I'm like, no. I was like, if you notice, the uh, the action cuts real quick when uh, they don't do any real good close-ups on a <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, they're not going to do a close-up on him because <laughs> he is moves. Miss, what is his finisher anyway?
1: Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah,
0: that he's a former member of the Spirit Squad. Riley? Yeah.
1: Huh. I thought he was a totally new guy. I don't think I don't remember seeing him in the Spirit Squad at all.
0: Yeah, he was in Spirit Squad.
1: Because I know Ziggler was, and I know Zack Ryder was.
0: Oh, yeah. Because I I actually thought Miz was in there, but I was wrong.
1: Right. Not because Kenny Dykstra was in there, too, but he's totally gone.
0: Yeah, the good old Spirit Squad. God, they were horrible. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, he was in there. Of course, I you know what are they going to do with the tag team title? Uh huh. I mean, they've kind of shit on that. Maybe Triple H is coming back. We'll make the trip make the tag titles relevant again because, well, Triple H kind of liked them, I guess. And yeah. he likes you know, and he kind of likes cruiserweights, so maybe we'll get some of that back. Because let's be honest, the the current holders of the tag titles are kind of kind of shitty. <laughs> I'm being polite. <laughs> Come on. When they get destroyed by... When your tag team champions get destroyed by Big Show and they should that should not happen, that cheapens and weakens the tag titles.
1: Yeah. Well, they've, they've never really been big on them for a long while. They just get hot potatoed back and forth between a couple of different teams. And it's not really like even any kind of division...
0: No. No.
1: Although, oh, was the,
0: uh, it, oh, going back to the uh, Money in the Bank matches, talking about tag teams, when yeah. did, did you say that? Did you notice the uh, Road Warriors throwback move?
1: Oh, yeah, the Doomsday Device.
0: <laughs> yes. That's the first thing to go to the head. I was like, Doomsday Device? And Kane executed it perfectly, too. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he came off, he got, he, well, he came down so that basically they didn't kill. They didn't kill him. So right. <laughs> I think that would yeah, that would have really really hurt. Yeah. But going back to some of the matches on Money in the Bank, I think the Orton Christian match was good. It wasn't mm-hmm. great. It was. Good. What do you, is that? What your opinion of it was good?
1: Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was good, not great. It could have been better if somebody. I'm a little scared. I don't know. It just—it just seemed a little plotting.
0: Yeah, Let me see, they're probably going to have a blow-off match at what do you think, SummerSlam? Probably. Yeah, what kind of match I wonder. It's too late in the. It's too early to have a Hell in the Cell. Besides so that, pay-per-views coming yeah. up, and they'll probably have a no. D, they'll probably have a no DQ, no count out match. It'll be the blow off. You see. hopefully Orton if Orton loses, it's gonna be better for the company for Orton to lose but because Orton may try and use his stroke to keep the title
1: though. Right. Maybe it'll then, be like a last man standing or something.
0: Yeah. But then again, we know that Orton had stroke with McMahon, but did he ha- does he have a stroke with Triple H? Because I mean, from everything I'm seeing, is that Vince is stepping back to staying in, in a Connecticut more, and not being right. as active, and that he really is legitimately making it more of a tri- more of Triple H taking taking over. Yeah, because Steph's got raising their three kids that are all young, so from everything I am seeing, they are making they are moving more towards Triple H and Johnny Ace being in charge. Who knows? Of course we're probably gonna Yeah, it'll be
1: interesting to see.
0: Then again Monday who's gonna win? Is it gonna be are they gonna actually have Miz versus Rey Mysterio? I mean I'm I mean we both fully expect either Alberto Del Rio to run in and cash in his championship basically his championship shot against the winner of that match or CM Punk will pop out of nowhere and attack him. <laughs> Although, if they're smart, they'll hold off on that till SummerSlam. Right. Because that's in L.A., and they're getting a lot of mainstream coverage right now. A lot of main, mainstream. Probably the most they've had in about, what, six, seven years?
1: Yeah. Longer? Yeah. There's a lot of outside sources just going kind of crazy about it for some reason.
0: Yeah. Well, it's Punk's work shoot. I mean, that works... Sh- I mean, Punk has been the reason that... They're getting so many outside sources. I mean, this also sounds funny, but I, uh, one guy – you, you've heard of Bill Simmons, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know that he talks a lot about wrestling on his podcast.
0: and his Yeah, and his columns. And he had The Miz on last year right after Miz won the title. Mm-hmm. And he was g- going to try and get Punk this week, but instead Punk, I think, did – they either recorded it this week and not going to put it up till next week – or they're going to wait to get him because of Punk showing up at uh, San Diego. So, but he's he's already said I'm going to SummerSlam because it's in L.A. and he lives in L.A. Yeah. then it, so that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, now, let me ask you this: What do you think of? Do you think that they cheapened some of the finishers with all the kickouts of the attitude adjustment?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I really felt that it was building the drama that it needed to be. It, <sighs> some people are going to say that it that it it does damage the idea of the finishers if they if they aren't effective and aren't the be all end all killer. But Cena's got such a limited move set. What else can he do?
0: Now he's got a he has a suplex, the five knuckle shuffle, the attitude adjustment, and, his, and the STF.
1: Yeah. And, you know, when you go in a long match, you're throwing everything out, and then what do you do? You know, the, yeah. the best thing you can, If they really wanted to play it more, it should have been that he he kept setting it up to go off, and that Punk was getting out of it, which he did a couple of times. But then he also mm-hmm. got nailed by it, and just kept kicking out anyway.
0: Yeah, he got hit by, what, twice? Yeah. Maybe three times? Yeah. But one, one go to sleep, and Cena was pinned.
1: Yeah, you know, and... He, at least he didn't play Superman and just say, haha, that did nothing to me.
0: A.K.A. Hogan, yeah. yeah.
1: Cena or gave, Ultimate Cena? Warrior in the pedigree. Oh, good lord. Don't. How long ago was that? Like, I can't even remember. Uh, what, 2006? Or no, not, oh, not yeah. 96. 96.
0: 96, back when he was just shown back up. Yeah, yeah. But I think they did. That was one of the – it was a great match for the crowd heat. Right. And the fact that both guys wrestled and sold for each other, but it was not a great wrestling match. I, this – I would love – I don't think it would have been this. I think it was great, but I don't think it would have been the same as if you had, say, uh, Benoit versus Guerrero in 02 or 03. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Then again, that's kind of different because both of those guys are excellent wrestlers who know and are great friends and trust each other. Yeah. But that was, it was a great match. I mean, I think Cena did a good job selling the fact that the fans hated him. Yeah. That was weird. The look on his face the entire time because he didn't salute he didn't throw his hat into the stands. He didn't do anything. He was like, holy shit, this crowd hates my stinking guts.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, they're in Punk's hometown, and everybody's behind him. Yeah. He kinda, he should have known that going in, but still, you know, he had to try to do something to keep the role he is trying to play.
0: Yeah. But And, I mean, Cena, should they move him to tweener?
1: No, I don't know. I, they're not going to, but maybe they should.
0: Has Cena ever been a heel? Well,
1: yeah, when he first started, when he was wearing all the uh, the old school sports jerseys, doing his raps, he would he would do all of his raps about how terrible his opponent was. He was almost like a modern day leaping Lanny Poffo. <laughs>
0: Or apparently Ron Killing when he fir- when he first came in, good old R Truth. See that was funny. I missed R Truth as a as a face because I came in right after he, he had killed John Morrison. Mm. Yeah.
1: See, all I remember is R Truth would just sing the same song. He never yeah. sang anything new or say anything too too much derogatory about his opponent. Yeah. Cena would.
0: Ooh. Yeah. But and apparently, he's been the superhero for the last few years. But you don't think he would be a good heel?
1: I think he would. I just don't think that uh, they want to take that risk because he's he's a top draw for the demographic they want to go after, and they're selling a lot of merchandise based on him.
0: Yeah, they're selling a lot of crap. But I'm okay. What demographic do you think they're selling no. him to the te- the te- the
1: ten year olds? Yeah, and and the girls.
0: Yeah, but I think they do good just doing a nice little – doing a uh, heel turn for him for the next few months.
1: Yeah, but when Cena does a heel turn, all it is is gay jokes. They need to find a different way of – you know, approach him and say, you're going to go heel, but don't do what you normally do. Because the gay jokes are tired. They're old. They're just – they don't – they don't work.
0: Yeah, well, have him. Cu- How about this? He come. He basically cuts a promo, sa- talking about his hustle, loyalty, respect thing, and saying he's given it all for the WWE, but they've shit on him repeatedly and everything. And have him just come out there and start beating the shit out of guys in the middle of matches, interfering, running in. Uh, have him get screw- Have him not get a rematch against Punk. For a month or two for a couple of months, and then starting at summerslam, just interfere and just beat down punk or beat down whoever has the title and saying you've cra- and saying the w hunter has crapped on him yeah, and so he's basically just attacking everybody
1: see that's that's another thing i was I was severely upset by with Mondays show. They spent that whole night building up through this one night tournament. Only so that they can say we're we're postponing this end match, so that we can fire Vince.
0: But by that same token, that went on for that went on ten minutes over the time limit. Do you think maybe that's that ties back to what I said earlier? Maybe Miz was legit injured and couldn't go back out there for a third match. That's possible, yeah. but. Miz, then again, Miz would have gone out there on a broken leg and wrestled because as much as we hate Miz, Miz loves the business. No matter what you can say about Miz being a dick, he does love the business and will go out there and perform.
1: Yeah. But yeah, you're probably right about the injury, but I just wish it, it hadn't been what they used as the filler.
0: Yeah, because I mean, it went on for way too long. Yeah, it went on for tw- it went on for over twenty five minutes. Yeah, because it started at nine fifty and the cutout was at like not, Was it like ten twelve local? So it went on for about twenty five minutes. Right. Yeah, it's one of those you could have done a nine ten minute match and then you could have had him bring out Cena and then fire him. Oh, a five six minute match brought out Cena, finished it off.
1: But I guess again, Triple H coming out and doing what he did saved Cena, so he wasn't fired, which was an angle they should not have gone with because they already did that, and it didn't work.
0: Yeah, I mean we'll find out more on Monday, on Raw, and so, but that's Monday, right? And then did you watch did you watch any of SmackDown yesterday?
1: No, it's on the DVR. I just haven't been home en- enough to see it yet. Yeah. Do you
0: want to know the big spoiler? Yeah. Apparently, Kane is legit. Uh, apparently, they pulmonized Kane, and he is legit injured. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. They said he's got a uh, Mark Henry pulmonized him. Okay. Or or did. They said he broke it. They said he's got a broken leg. Huh. Yeah, broken fibula. According to Bleacher Report, which is pretty accurate on stuff. So. Yeah, they said he's got a legit. Broken leg.
1: Wow. Well, I don't I don't see how much longer Kane's really got left. He's been going quite a while. Yeah, he hasn't taken a major break on like everybody else. Right, right. He's he's been there pretty solid. He hasn't done the Undertaker thing at all.
0: Yeah. Any of the Undertaker Yeah. The Undertaker's Basically, he's done. They said he might, might come back for WrestleMania, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Seamus looks like they're making a face turn for him, which Seamus needs a – you know what? Seamus she- needs a – he needs a manager.
1: <laughs> yeah, he needs somebody to be the mouthpiece for him and, and help get him over.
0: You know who would be perfect for him?
1: Hornswoggle. Sonny. Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back old Tammy Lincich. Hey, why not? You know, she's what's she doing now? I know. She still doesn't look bad. She I know. She looks pretty good still. Yeah, it's true. We kept joking that uh, with the money in the bank that Hornswoggle was going to come out from underneath <laughs> the ring with a cherry picker and just like <laughs> shoot himself up there to grab the case. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. ah.
0: Oh, Hornswoggle, the only midget that actually had a shot of never winning. Uh, <laughs> you still there? Yeah. Okay, it I just went quiet. Oh. Uh, of course, also according to Bleacher Report, Kevin Nash isn't happy with his WWE status right now, and he wants to get more of an on-screen role.
1: Well, yeah, where has he been? I mean, what did he what did he expect to do anyway?
0: He has a Legends contract, which basically means he shows up and does...
1: Autograph signings. So sitting on his butt, signing his name, making a paycheck isn't good enough. Uh, okay.
0: He want. I think they. I think on the Legends contract, they get a little bit more money if they're out there.
1: They gotta have a reason to use him, though. You know he. Okay. He could, but he, he could take over the cane spot where they say tonight your special opponent will be Diesel. Old fucker. Yeah, you know broken-down old guy who can barely walk on his legs. Don't hit him in the knee too hard. Don't ask him to run. <laughs> if he starts to do a charge into the corner with the big boot, just duck out of the way, he's going to start screaming as his quad tears.
0: <laughs> it's only going to take him five minutes to walk, to, uh, walk across the ring.
1: <laughs> Coming to this match, dyeing his hair once again, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of him from earlier this year, and yeah, he, he had redyed it black. <sighs> you know what? Make him the make him the anonymous raw general
1: manager. I maybe that could be interesting. I guess they need to I mean, resolve that somehow at some some year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean some of these guys that are on the Legends contract, I mean, somebody like Diesel and uh, some of the others, I mean, I know it's not a great idea to bring him back if you give him Stroke, which he does still have, I guess, with Triple H to a degree.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And Michaels, because Michaels is being brought back too, I guess, to do some working. Because they were talking about bringing back Sean as well. Have Michaels come out there and be a... uh, manager or be make him the anonymous raw gm because didn't he disappear about the same time as the anonymous raw gm popped up uh huh
1: i don't remember or something now.
0: and bring in diesel as a bring him in as a manager slash advisor for a couple of guys
1: well yeah you know if you got triple h taken over in vince's place and then you put uh, Kevin Nash is the general manager, and bring Shawn Michaels and X Pac back. The Click is running the show
0: <laughs> again. Yeah, uh, I mean, of course, Triple uh, X Pac is the one who said that uh, about that about Vince pulling out being legit. So you never know. Hmm. But no, I mean, I would I would actually stick Nash on a uh, SmackDown.
1: Yeah, I can I can see that working.
0: Make... uh Because he has the one... He, okay. What is the one big thing Randy Orton lacks?
1: Personality.
0: And... Mike skills. What does shithead Kevin Nash have? Good Mike skills, Person- yeah. And personality. Have him be Orton's
1: mouth's mouthpiece. Or at least be on hand to slap him in the head and say, No, do it this way, dummy.
0: <laughs> it's like... No, 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 no. This is what you do shit for brains.
1: <laughs> Stop threatening people to headbutt them in the teeth and talk about other stuff.
0: Have him, uh, have him take over the Nexus. Or the Core. Think about him if he took over the Nexus. Yeah. The Nexus would all of a sudden, A, get heat, which is something that they don't have. I mean, even with Punk, they never got any heat. And they'd have some legitimacy.
1: He might try to turn it into NWO 2011, though.
0: You know, even if he tries that, that's okay because you've got to get some kind of heat on somebody that's not in your top five, top six. I mean, okay, look at just look at Raw. Who has heat with the fans every match? Cena, Punk, Miz, Mysterio, Born. who Born. Okay, I'll give you Bourne. Maybe, maybe Kofi Kingston?
1: Yeah, he gets a good crowd reaction when he comes out, but his matches never really live up to that hype. Yeah. But he does exciting uh, spots when he manages to. Yeah.
0: Alberto Del Rio, the fans don't like and really don't give a shit about him. I mean, he's kind of the, he's a boring heel.
1: Which is too bad, because I really like him. I think he, I think he does well. Every time I see him, I enjoy what he does.
0: Oh, I do too. But you know what he needs? What you know, Alberto Del Rio? He needs Ted DiBiase. Yeah, maybe. Remember what? Remember what did I post on Facebook's book earlier this week? I don't know. The Ted DiBiase Junior basketball. I mean, the Ted DiBiase Senior when he gave the when he smacked away oh, yeah. the basketball yeah. from the little kid. That's the kind of dirt shit that Alberto Del Rio needs to do not just show off his car and have Michael Cole talk about what it is to the fans and everything that only means something to the people that are there on that that are li- that are watching on TV so they're like oh he's got expensive cars whatever mm-hmm. do some rich asshole heel shit to- so people in the uh, audience can hear it and see it so, they'll, so the so the booze will rain down, and do it every once, and do it almost every place you go. Right, and and that will that's heat. That will get you heat in an arena. Fans will know to boo your ass, because as soon as your music hits, they'll go. They'll start raining down those booze. Because I mean, it's whenever uh, Ted's music hit. What did you hear? His laughter. Yeah, and what was the next thing you heard? Boo! Because we were trained to hate. We were trained to hate yeah. him. Yeah. As good, great as a worker he was, whenever we heard that, we started booing him. Yeah. I mean, and so we just listed off what, six guys, five, maybe six guys on SmackDown that get heat? Yeah. I mean, when you were looking at that... Uh, Top eight. Oh, I, take, but I forgot one. I forgot one, and he doesn't get heat. His manager does.
1: Dolph. Oh, yeah. Well, because no, nobody likes Vicky. No, she, yeah, she's an, an instant heat draw, which all, almost is a detriment because, you know, no matter what Ziggler can do, they're going to yell more at Vicky than they are at him.
0: But that still gets him heat, and that ties into why you need – I was like, McGilligutty and all the others in Nexus – have negative heat drawing ability to them for yeah. themselves but you give them I mean that's why they did when punk was there punk taught them how to was basically like you, you stand here I'll get you heat give them a Nash and they'll get heat give them somebody that can get them heat otherwise they're going they're yeah. irrelevant same thing for Smackdown put somebody on Smackdown that can talk and get you heat to some of these guys. I mean, that's what they need to bring back some of the wrestlers that could get heat and just make them mouthpieces. Get some of the older guys and make them heat, give them that. I mean, one thing that I've also heard that I'm sure you've probably heard that sounds kind of scary is like Mick Foley is talking about leaving TNA and going back to well, WWE. I thought he already left. Yeah, he left, but his contract, he still has a slight no-compete. Well non compete. so he can't quite come back yet. I see. Yeah, he's got a very he's got a small window left on his Well, If non-compete. he is
1: going to come back now, would be the time since they're 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 downplaying anything involving Vince, which was his problem the first time around. He yeah. might find a a better chance, but yeah. I think a, a lot of this comes to the same problem that, that that there's no territories anymore. The territories are what made the better guys. Yeah, they had the chance to perfect their craft and and learn what to do right in front of other crowds before they got to the larger stages. And even with uh, you know the developmental territories, it's not quite the same thing.
0: Yeah. And one thing that I miss also about the 90s and the time I did was that, yes, wrestling skills helped get you going, but you had to have mic skills. Yeah. I mean, mic skills get you over. I mean, three guys that got over that had excellent mic skills, Diesel, Chris Jericho. Mm -hmm. And Ric Flair. Three guys who were insanely over either as a heel or as a face. And a lot of that was due Which to their mic skills. Which they learned
1: how to do. And all three of them have done in-territory work as well. But.
0: Yeah. And it took a lot. But when you look at the guys in the WWE, the guys who've come up, I'm just going to say who've become main eventers in the last two years. Outside of Miz... How many of them have great mic skills that weren't already around? <laughs> it's a short list. I don't even know
1: if I can answer that.
0: Yeah, because Orton has negative mic skills. Of course, you've also got the problem that the WWE tends to keep their belts on the same three yeah. or four guys. It's funny, the champion, the two main belts they keep on the same three or four guys, but all the other belts are hot yep. potatoes. It's like you know the WWE title is going to be seen as You know the the World heavy I almost called it the WCW <laughs> belt. <laughs> it's still... Uh, the World Heavyweight Championship belt is going to be Orton's or somebody... Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is a detriment. Yeah. I mean, Orton needs to have a nice... Long run without the belt, where he can basically just be a yeah, dick.
1: Develop some better character.
0: Make yeah, l- learn how to be a, a forefront of it. Because I mean, let's be honest. He may be a power, but he's not right. a draw. I think
1: he's a little too full of his own entitlement as far as his place in the company, yeah. and that's just kind of made him lazy.
0: Yeah, he is Bret Hart without the wrestling yeah, a ability. Yeah, Bret Hart could not draw fans. Nobody wanted to come watch a Bret Hart championship match unless it was depending right. on who he was and against. Right,
1: and I think the the whole steroid trial worked for, in Bret's favor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Bret was not a great draw. Bret could wrestle could wrestle at one point, and he was a good worker, and he loved the federation. But Bret. Did not have the charisma to went to yep. draw fans in. His brother had more charisma <laughs> than him. Owen was a good. Owen yeah. had heat. Bret ne- Brett never really had heat. And that's what it comes down to in wrestling is that you have to have heat with the fans. Yep. I and mean, you know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I mean, Stone Cold had heat with the fans. Triple H had heat with the fans. Michaels. Flair, Diesel, Hogan off and on, Goldberg,
1: mm. to a degree. <laughs> Goldberg to it, a degree. It also but became I mean, a lot more actually, you know like what Goldberg is just one note. He's one who didn't have yeah. a whole lot of character advancement.
0: I take it back on Orton. You know who he actually is? He's a younger DDP. Without the personality. He's DDP without a lot of the okay. personality. Because DDP had great mic skills, but fans didn't really give a shit about him. But he had great mic skills, and he was a decent worker. Orton's a decent worker, has negative mic skills. But nobody will come out and see him. But both have had title runs. So, yeah. Although, don't forget, DDP did lose the belt to David Arquette.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but I don't don't think that was by his own decision it was more like this is what you're going to do and you work for us so you do what we say
0: and DDP was like
1: yeah, check please <laughs> he's like I'm 40 f- he's like I'm 45 well, I'll they, take they my check they put him in the Ready rumble movie so he got a fat paycheck out of that too yeah yeah I'll go home to my hot wife and do yoga for guys <laughs> Although they're yeah. divorced now,
0: so but yeah, I mean where it's the big question is where are they gonna go from here? Is like we'll know I mean they've got what, three weeks left to sell SummerSlam. I mean we're at the same point roughly. I mean wait, we had a five did we have a five week build up to a money in the bank? Or did we have a four I week it was build just up just four. Yeah, so we were at – so this time last week was when he cut the uh, promo They got him right. suspended, basically. So this is the important week is what's going to co- – what are they going to do on Raw mm-hmm. to sell it? Because they've given up on SmackDown selling <laughs> shit. Yeah. And what do you think, who do you think Christian's going to be facing at the... Do you think he'll have the blow-off with Horton this time, or they're going to hold that till whatever's the... I, one after I Summer think Slam? it'll be the
1: blow-off, just because they don't have other ideas.
0: Yeah, does Christian keep the belt?
1: I think so. I think that they, they tease it a little bit more, give maybe a, a, a chance for Christian to say, neener, neener, I've got your belt, come get it. And... You know, as negative as it sounds, I think they probably switch it back on SmackDown. Even though that's a bad idea, I think that's probably what they would do.
0: Yeah. Of course, if they if he does retain it at SummerSlam, what's going to be the feud after that?
1: Yeah, we don't know. Maybe do
0: Yeah, especially if they move if they start to the continue uh, moving. Uh, Casper the Celtic Ghost into a uh, face. Now, Smack. Let's move over to Raw. Back to Raw. Like, are they going to have an actual finish to Miz and Ray? Yeah, you, they pretty I, much yeah, have it's to.
1: Deciding their they're champion, they they ha- kind of have to go with it. If that or you know they try to and then Punk shows up for some reason, but I don't believe that's going to really happen. I think it's still gonna be a little while before he comes back.
0: Yeah. Now, now here's the thing, is that do they let Ray win and then have Del Rio take the title from him? Do they have Ray go over clean? Do they have Miz go over clean? Because basically Miz is out of his feuds because you notice they never really me- they didn't hardly mention it at all on Ra- SmackDown or I mean on Raw or the pay per view him and Riley, other than Cole being Cole. <laughs> yeah, I mean so Miz is basically free for his next thing. Do they have Del Rio cash in and take the
1: title and have a little program with him and Miz? That oh man, I don't I don't think that's a good idea because then that would just be heel on heel, and I don't think that works. Maybe it'd be maybe it'd be Ray takes it and then Del Rio cashes in. Yeah, or
0: we never know. We don't know because that's the that's always the thing. I mean, Born's. I mean, uh, Brian's always has said I'm not going to cash it in until WrestleMania, but we don't know what's going to happen with with Raw. Of course, and the whole undercard with Raw is now completely in flux because mm-hmm. there's no feuds. I mean, nobody doesn't dislike each other. I mean, they need that's one thing that I hope Triple H does, and all they do is that they give us some yeah. undercard feuds. Because the only real undercard feud we've had over the past little while has been R-Truth versus himself and Riley and Miz. Yeah. Nothing really? Well, Born yeah. Ziggler, but Yeah. No one really cares <laughs> about that one. I mean come on, that's a boring one. I'm, I'm sorry, not even yeah, not not Ziggler, not Ziggler. I'm sorry, Ziggler and Kingston and uh swagger versus Born. See that's how that should tell you. When you get the feud wrong and the other and no one corrects you, that should tell you how boring that feud is. Yeah. That's not even a feud. That's a who gives a shit.
1: I mean, what do you think? You think they should? Yeah, it's probably the best option. I mean, I I'm just so confused by just the whole whole situation as it is. It's it's hard to pin down who they're going to put any emphasis behind or give any validation to because it's it just feels so crazy. They only keep the, the top guys they really think they can believe in in the top spots and they get pushed more on T V and everybody else just shows up for a quick, hey, how are you match and then we're all just kinda left going, but you got so many other people there. Why don't aren't any, any of them getting any airtime? It's it's confusing.
0: Yeah. 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 But they need to do yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. What are they? Uh, of course, Mark yep. Henry's a heel, right? Uh, who's his next feud against?
1: Huh. It's. You know, maybe that's the direction they should sh- send Seamus. I mean, he's a big guy. He could he could work with Henry and his monster attitude. Because yeah. you put Mark Henry Hex- against yeah. a small guy and it's just it's gonna be over too quick. It won't have any yeah. believability. No. It could it could help. No cement Seamus' face turn if he were to be the one to take on Mark Henry and and uh, take him to a standstill.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, it would be a good interesting I mean, who match else to have, they, have.
1: Who else have they got that could really handle it?
0: Ezekiel Jackson.
1: Yeah, if they're finally done throwing him to Wade Barrett.
0: Yeah, I mean, what? Do, yeah, that's the other thing. What are they gonna do with oh, Barrett and the rest of his crew? At this
1: point, who cares?
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that they're a group that ties into my what's happened with the Nexus and the Core and all of these guys. It's like you need to give them a spokesperson. Yeah. Give them a give them somebody who can talk. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: and get heat. Because, I mean, Barrett can't get heat. That man could not get heat if you <laughs> lit him on fire.
1: You don't believe in the winds of change?
0: <laughs> I don't believe in somebody who sounds like they're from the Jersey Shore. Okay? Okay. <laughs> nah, no, I know he's not. He just sounds like a piece of, He sounds like a dumbass. I dumb keep ass, calling him the, the wrestling
1: is. Neville Longbottom.
0: Yeah, the jer- uh, that Jersey Shore is the one I'm referring to, by the oh. way. Yeah. The Jersey Shore. Oh. In England. <laughs> no, wrong Jersey Shore.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm just messing with you <laughs> on that one. I just watched Barrett. I'm just like, dude, do you have like a five-set move? You have a five-set His set finisher is just
1: ugly. Hey. It is ineffective mm-hmm. and stupid looking.
0: So's the go to sleep I'll d-
1: sure okay I'll give you that
0: the go to sleep looks like it looks like he misses his it's supposed to be what a uh, fireman's carry into a jaw, yeah, to a jaw the crusher
1: face.
0: yeah it looks like well, he misses half the time and, and, which I, and which Barrett the, looks the like
1: as soon as he gets the guy up he stumbles and just drops the guy instead of like tossing him over
0: yeah, it's like he throws him over. Yeah, over him. He's like, really? That's, That's your finisher? Mike Rotunda-, Mike Rotunda called and said <laughs> it's lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just compared a finisher to the airplane spin. Yeah, yeah. Y'all can kiss my ass. <laughs> that was a weak finisher, dude. That yeah. was that was weak. <sighs> I mean, it it, it was certainly no uh, (laughs) Moosaw. Yeah. (sighs) But who knows where they're going. I mean, we'll know more Monday and Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever the SmackDown taping is. Uh, It's... I think they were going to have about as they did a good job Monday as much as you hate it. Did they do you think they did a good job Monday getting you to want to watch this Monday?
1: Yes. Yes. The the pay-per-view had really, you know, everything had been built up so well that I was excited for the pay-per-view. I was pleased with the way the pay-per-view went. I felt good that Raw was going to be entertaining and for 95% of it it was. It's that last 20 minutes right. that just sort of put the whole thumb up its bum. Well, but
0: are, but did that last 20 minutes, along with everything else that occurred, make you want to watch Raw Monday, this upcoming Monday? Uh, just to know what direction they're going. Uh,
1: Yeah, but more in an obligatory capacity rather than, oh my god, I have to know what's next. Good.
0: That's the point. They've got you hooked and want to come back. That's not strong enough, though.
1: That's not... That's not, they, wow, this is good and this is interesting and entertaining. I, I'm interested in seeing what's happening next. It's more like, well, I'm probably going to be here next week and then I'll see what happens. It, to me, it for me, it's more of just a sense of obligation rather than actual entertainment. And that's the way it's been for me for the last couple of years. So you Pretty think much. you're on autopilot watching? The way it's kind of been. I mean, I've tried to give it up, and I just end up coming back because there's really nothing else I find that's entertaining, and it happens to be there. So I check it out, and I get kind of caught up, even though it's not that great. I keep hoping it's going to get better, but I'm—I don't know. Mm. I think they're doing a
0: good job of making the fan that's just come back, which is in a, in a large respect is me to a large extent. I mean, I'm a guy who's mm-hmm. come back to wrestling in the last few years, come back in the last few months. I think they've done a good job of making you want to – this has been a good setup, what's going to be next week's if show. If next
1: week comes around and they, they, they do forge ahead and don't keep – browbeating the fact that vince is gone and that Vince was here and that we have to respect Vince great move forward don't keep trudging backwards but i don't i don't think that they're capable of doing that i want to be i want to be wrong i want to be surprised i'll be happy when that happens but from what we've seen from them in the past i don't buy it
0: Hopefully, we'll find out. It'll be interesting to watch for the next few weeks, I mean, in the next few months.